Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, Rick Perry called a president the chosen one by God. A migrant woman speaks about her husband's drowning in the Rio Grande in a photo that sparked national attention. The fight to keep a nine-month-old girl in Texas on life support continues. The physician's decision to end treatment directly violates the mother's request. I'm Clayton Neville. The case of the contraband lunch meat time. ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. This is Texas News Radio from 5. 50 KTSA and FM 1071. A fire has destroyed a home near Windcrest. The Windcrest Fire Department and several other crews from surrounding areas embattled a blaze early this morning in a neighborhood near Walsham and Eaglecrest. So due to the location of the fire, that wooded area, and the vehicles, just the geographic location everything, there were a lot of fire engines that did respond to that fire. The Bear County spokeswoman Monica Ramos says the home on Jenny Drive is a total loss, but there were no injuries. Outgoing Energy Secretary Rick Perry says President Donald Trump is the chosen one in an interview with Fox News, the former Texas governor said he told the president he was the chosen one sent by God. I said if, if you're a believing Christian, you understand God's plan uh, for the people who uh, rule and, 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 and judge over us on, on this planet in our, in our government. Perry said God has used imperfect people like King David, Saul, and Solomon. If you're flying to your Turkey Day plans this year, you're not alone. The Transportation Security Administration says this is shaping up to be the busiest holiday travel period on record. Spokeswoman Lisa Farbstein says the TSA will screen 27 million passengers and crew at airports across the country this year, adding that it helps to know what you can bring on an airplane. A lot of it comes down to knowing what you should pack in your carry-on bag or your check bag. So, for example, if you can spill it, spread it, spray it, pump it, or pour it, put it in your check bag. And any solid foods, you should be okay to be able to put in your carry-on bags, such as pies and cakes. She says if you are bringing the turkey this year, better freeze it, and then you could put it into your carry-on bag. A ban from the Northeast Independent School District took a bite out of the Big Apple on national television. The Ronald Reagan High School Band and Dance Team marched around the NBC studios in New York City this morning during the Today Show to promote the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The Today Show host sang along as the band played Sweet Caroline. Ronald Reagan High School is the only Texas band chosen to march in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this Thursday. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. KTSA AccuWeather. Tonight, partly cloudy and mild, low 58. Cloudy and very warm tomorrow, high 79. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 52. Wednesday, some sunshine, followed by clouds, breezy and cooler, high 63. For Thanksgiving Day, cloudy with a couple of showers, high 72. I'm Brian May with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. A British newspaper is reporting the FBI is now looking into how it can interview Britain's Prince Andrew over his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. 
Queen Elizabeth's second son is already facing consequences within the royal household. Roxana Saberi is following the story from Buckingham Palace. CBS News has learned Prince Andrew is stepping aside from all the charities he's involved in, at least for now. It appears to be a drastic move, but one aimed at stopping those organizations from distancing themselves from him. So far, the palace won't comment on whether the FBI is trying to interview him. Would you be willing to testify or give a statement under oath if you were asked? Well, I'm like everybody else, I'm, 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 uh, and, and I would have to take um, all the legal advice um, that there was before I was to, to do that sort of, of thing. Battling backlash after this BBC interview more than a week ago, Prince Andrew has since said he'll cooperate with law enforcement agencies investigating his late friend, convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Now the FBI reportedly wants to interview him. Well, Royal correspondent I mean, Roya Nika. We understand that the FBI are looking for ways to speak to him in Britain through the U.S. Justice Department to see logistically how that could be done. And sources close to Prince Andrew have said he'd be happy to do that. The news comes as Buckingham Palace confirmed Prince Andrew is temporarily standing back from the more than 230 charities he's involved in. Several organizations like the English National Ballet and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra had already cut ties with him. Queen Elizabeth has not commented publicly on the scandal. On Friday, she was spotted horseback riding with Prince Andrew in what was seen as a public show of support. But now she's reportedly canceled a big party she'd planned to host in February for his 60th birthday. Privately, she's, you know, she's supporting him. He's her son. But, you know, she's pretty frustrated that this has been overshadowing a huge amount of other members of the royal family, the work they're doing. One British tabloid, The Sun, is reporting that the prince's friend, Ghislaine Maxwell, will speak with the FBI about their ties to Epstein. The two famously appear in a photo with one of Epstein's accusers. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and the Cowboys' top-ranked offense was held without a touchdown in a 13-9 loss up in New England to the Patriots. Amari Cooper was also held without a catch for the first time in his Cowboy career. Dak was limited to 212 yards, and Zeke ran for 86 yards on 21 carries in the loss. Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones was very critical of the coaching staff. To me, special teams is 100% coaching. It's 100% coaching. How strategy, it's uh, having players ready. They use the makeup of the roster. We exclude certain players from it because we they're too important in the defense and offensive phase of it. But uh, other than that, special teams. And that's why today I uh, give uh, Belichick and give them credit. They did a great job on special teams, and that was a, a really probably the determining difference. According to ESPN's Ed Warder, though, Dallas will not make any immediate changes with Jason Garrett or the coaching staff. While NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that if Garrett were to become available, the Giants would have serious interest. Dallas is now at 6-5, and five, but still atop the NFC East as they get ready for the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving Day this Thursday. We'll talk with the Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett about the loss and their upcoming game at 520 on the Blitz. In the NBA, the Spurs' eight-game losing streak is finally over after being the Knicks over the weekend 111-104. They return to action tonight as they take on the team with the best record in the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers, who are 14-2. Tip-off from the AT&T Center set for 7.30 tonight, and game night San Antonio helps to get you ready for that game on the Blitz. Finally in college hoops, tonight the Texas State Bobcats, who are 4-2 in the year, take on Abilene Christian in San Marcos with tip-off set for 7. 
I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio. The White House is kicking off the holiday season in a familiar ceremony. In a long-standing White House tradition, First Lady Melania Trump accepted the delivery of the official White House Christmas tree. A horse-drawn carriage brought the tree to the front door of the White House as members of a military band played Christmas music. The tree from the farm of Larry Snyder in Pittman, Pennsylvania, will become the centerpiece of Christmas in the White House Blue Room. Snyder won an annual contest held by the National Christmas Tree Association, and White House officials helped choose the tree weeks ago during a visit to Snyder's farm. Jennifer King, Washington. One of the richest people in the world is officially in the race for the White House, but will Michael Bloomberg face questions about being a former Republican? ABC News political director Rick Klein is tracking concerns surrounding Bloomberg's run. Billionaire is a dirty word these days among Democrats. You've got several candidates like Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, who are actively campaigning against the idea of billionaires specifically and talking about things like a wealth tax, which Bloomberg very much opposes. He'd be hit extremely hard by a wealth tax because he's one of the wealthiest Americans that there is. So right now, being rich is not considered necessarily a good thing in 2019's Democratic Party. Neither is being a white guy in his 70s. Defense Department officials now say uh, they consider the case of Navy SEAL Edward Gallagher closed, but not before it led to the firing of a Navy secretary and put a spotlight on a growing problem within the Special Operations Forces. Defense Secretary Esper said he wants the SEALs and Navy to move beyond this now and get fully focused on their warfighter mission. He said this case has dragged on for too long. Esper also wants them focused on resetting their professional standards and ethics. Special Operations Forces have been rocked by a series of scandals, and this case brought scrutiny to the military justice system. That's CBS's Cami McCormick. In upstate New York, grandmom teaches a would-be burglar a lesson. 82-year-old Willie Murphy, an award-winning female bodybuilder, says she was getting ready for bed Thursday night when a man came to a Rochester, New York door asking for an ambulance. Murphy says he then broke in. I'm alone and I'm old, but guess what? I'm tough. And you want to know what happens? He picked the wrong house to break into. Murphy squirted shampoo in the man's face and started hitting him with a broom until police showed up and took him into custody. Dave Schreiber, ABC News, New York. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks rose following optimism for a trade agreement. The Dow closed up 121 points. The Nasdaq added 112 for the day, and the S&P rose 23. Tech stocks were the big winners. NVIDIA rose 4.5%. Intel gained almost 2. Crude oil futures ended higher, up 24 cents to close at $58.01 a barrel. French luxury group LVMH has agreed to buy New York jeweler Tiffany & Company for $16.2 billion, adding a famed star to its portfolio that already boasts Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, and Bulgari. McDonald's has agreed to a $26 million settlement of a long-running class action lawsuit over wages and work conditions at corporate-run locations in California. The agreement, which estimates the settlement covers about 38,000 individuals, will require the approval of a judge. The record-breaking weekend debut of Frozen 2 lifted movie theater stocks out of a year-long freeze. Shares in AMC Entertainment holdings jumped more than 4%, while other chains posted significant gains. Daria Albinger, ABC News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio.
The Texas Attorney General is joining the fight to stop a hospital from removing a nine-month-old girl from life support. Tinsley Lewis has been on life support since July after being born prematurely and suffering from heart defects and lung disease. Doctors at Cook Children's Hospital in Fort Worth told the family Tinsley's condition wouldn't improve and that she's in pain. They gave the family 10 days to find a new hospital or she'd be taken off life support. The Texas Advanced Directive Act allows the hospital to do exactly that. Mark Rylander with the Texas Attorney General's office calls the decision unconstitutional. The physician's decision to end treatment directly violates the mother's request and her daughter's right to life. A judge just last week issued a restraining order against the hospital, forcing it to continue treatment until at least December 10th. Clayton Neville, Dallas. And East Texas District Attorney has been charged with allegedly assaulting his wife. Police arrested Liberty County District Attorney Logan Pickett Saturday at a hotel in downtown Houston. He's charged with misdemeanor assault of a family member. Police say the 38-year-old woman at uh, told the hotel a desk clerk that Pickett had punched her during a fight and that she fell, striking her head, causing it to bleed. She later refused to speak with officers about the incident. Pickett was first elected district attorney in 2012, and his current term ends in 2020. After bringing life to a dying convent, a nun gets the boot from the Vatican. The Vatican has closed a Benedictine nunnery in Tuscany after its mother superior allegedly had a spiritual crisis, followed by an affair with a local man. Press reports here in Italy say the 40-year-old Sister Teresa was admired for her energy and strong character. But the Vatican closed the convent, which Sister Teresa had revived a few years ago. With her departure, only an 80-year-old nun and two novices are left who couldn't keep up with the work. Sister Teresa hinted her dismissal had nothing to do with the alleged wrong and said it would be hard for her to keep up her relationship with the church. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. You've heard of drugs, weapons, and even people being smuggled into the United States through the southern border, but what about lunch meat? When an inconspicuous Chevy pickup truck came over the bridge of the Americas into El Paso, the driver told customs officials he was carrying rolls of frozen turkey ham, which isn't a problem. But when agents checked the back seat, they found 154 pounds of frozen Mexican bologna, which is a big problem. You see, it's made with pork, which is considered contraband because it could introduce diseases into the U.S. pork industry. The bologna was destroyed. The pickup truck driver is looking at heavy fines. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. Vets Grow is a documentary series on YouTube that shows veterans who are learning how to grow medical marijuana. Filmmaker Matt Grimshaw explained how he was overwhelmed by their stories and inspired to make the film. And uh, VA had him on multiple opioids, I'm sure. Yourself and all your listeners know this story. And it tried to take his own life a few times until a friend recommended cannabis. Uh, he made the switch and got himself, got his life back. But the problem was then he had a 1600 to $2,000 a month habit. Basically, it, it, it triggered me because I'd been studying all year to become an American citizen. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. Hey, I'm Tony DeCopo with CBS News. We're hearing a firsthand account of how a migrant father and his infant daughter died trying to cross the Rio Grande back in June. The now famous image is difficult to see, but it's important to show the hardships that many migrants face. Oscar Alberto Martinez Ramirez and his 23-month-old daughter, Valera, drowned trying to reach the U.S. with his wife, Tanya Avalos. Avalos told our Sharon Alfonsi of 60 Minutes that a group of thugs at the Mexican border demanded $1,300 to cross a bridge over the Rio Grande. 
She says they had no money, and that's why they swam across with the help of another migrant. He started to swim, and I followed behind him. And I saw him doing okay. I mean, he was close, very close. And I noticed him starting to get frustrated. I could see that he was coming up and going under. Tanya told us that in her panic, she was barely able to hold on to Milton as he turned back. I swallowed so much water. I swallowed so much water. And I was desperate. And I got out. I got out on the Mexican side. And I could still see my husband there, struggling, struggling, along with my daughter. I saw her. I saw her. And I said, my God, my Lord, please get them out of there. And I just saw my husband giving me a glance. And then I couldn't see him anymore. The area where Avalos and her family tried to cross is the busiest area for illegal border apprehensions. And man, to watch that last night was just, I mean, even though you, if, you're, if you don't speak Spanish, you don't have to to understand the emotion you can read it as she's telling you what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see these are financial gambles and they're, they're gambles for safety. Uh, and they're not taken lightly. And no. The stakes are very high. KTSA Entertainment. Taylor Swift took home six awards at last night's American Music Awards, including Artist of the Decade. Swift also smashed Michael Jackson's record of 24 lifetime wins with a career total of 29. Jennifer Lopez will receive the Spotlight Award at January's Palm Springs International Film Festival. Past recipients of the Spotlight Award include Julia Roberts, Amy Adams, and Jessica Chastain. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, former Grey's Anatomy star Katherine Heigl is 41, Modern Family Sarah Hyland is 29, and who preceded Ringo Starr as the Beatles drummer? That would be Pete Best, who today turned 78. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Michelle Turner. A new campaign by the Texas Department of Transportation is intended to stop the daily death toll on Texas streets and highways. TxDOT says at least one person has died every day in Texas traffic since November 7, 2000. That's nearly 67,000 deaths in the past 19 years. HZ's campaign called Hashtag End the Streak Texas is a way to remind drivers of basic safety procedures to put a stop to preventable crashes. That means buckling up, putting away the cell phone, not driving while intoxicated, and watching your speed. Police from coast to coast are on the lookout for people not wearing their seatbelts as they travel for Thanksgiving. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is running these commercials and paying cops overtime to bust people who aren't buckled up. Click it or ticket. The NHTSA says more than 10,000 unbuckled passengers every year in the U.S. die in crashes. It's the single most effective thing that you can do to protect yourself in the event of a crash. Louisiana State Police spokesman Nick Manali. You know, one fatality is too many. Of course, one fatality over the holidays is certainly a tragic event. Dave Cohen for CBS News, New Orleans. We don't want you to go all Scrooge on you, but... 
It's a good idea to set some limits on your holiday spending this year. A lot of us are hoping to avoid the holiday spending hangover. 52% plan to spend about the same as last year, and some 22% plan to spend less. Only 13% will spend more. Mark Hamrick, senior economic analyst for Bankrate, says decide what you'll spend before you go shopping. Santa has a list, checks it twice. I think we can do that as well with respect to our holiday gift buying. He says pay cash whenever possible, and if you do put your purchases on a credit card. Pay the balance off as soon as you can. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Airbnb is venturing deeper into gastronomy. Use Airbnb and love to cook. Get out your toque and turn on the stove. The company wants to send 100 top home cooks to Polenzo, Italy for a week's worth of workshops with top chefs, including Momofuku's David Chang. Recipes will be featured in Airbnb's first cookbook. You can send in your application today through December 23rd. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Patchy clouds tonight, mild, low 61. Warm tomorrow with plenty of clouds, high 78. Some sunshine for Wednesday, followed by clouds, breezy with a high of 61. For Thanksgiving Day, showers early in the day, otherwise cloudy, high 66. I'm Brian May with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.